Welcome. 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 Welcome? Which one of those would you like best? Welcome. 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 Uh, Welcome to the Shutdown Forecast. I'm Ryan Nanny. That's Jason Kirk. Uh, We've been, I mean, Jason and I have been doing this podcast for what feels like forever. And what's really nice about it is that you know, we have guests on from time to time. We had John on. We've had Holly on, obviously. Um, Mina Kimes, Roger Sherman, uh, Andy Staples. Well, you know, but at its core, I think what makes this podcast successful is that Jason and I have this sort of like unspoken connection. Mm-hmm. And and that's because we're the only hosts of this show and, and have always been the only hosts of this show. Yeah, we're getting back to the basics, um, sort of, um, sort of stripping the uh, the show back to its roots. You know, like just three people with mics—that's preposterous on a podcast. Why would anyone listen to that? I mean, if you're going to go all the way back to its roots, this is—you uh, have to look at our sh- short-lived but I think very creatively ambitious YouTube series, which was again you and me, and that's it. Yeah, if you Google, it was a different name, so you'd have right. to look up Shutdown Full Back, but it was a YouTube series for the uh, 2012 football season. Yeah, Ryan and I in a basement in Atlanta, and l- l- roughly 2,000 people loved it. And we, you know, we both looked different. It was, you know, I think things have changed for both of us in five years, but the important thing is that, again, it's just Jason. There's never been anybody else who's been a host or key member or important voice on this pot on this podcast oh there there is there is one more there um brian floyd who is with us oh well uh, i gosh now i feel like you know what i feel like an asshole and i'm sorry about that sorry boss um we're here to talk about we're here to technically talk about the birmingham bowl but i really want to talk about um a weird phenomenon that seems to be popping up this year. So, so it's looking called th- it's called the Birmingham Bowl. <laughs> There's that. I'm looking through the bowls that we've done so far, and I'm pretty sure Las Vegas, um, Bahamas, and now Birmingham, and a couple of the other ones that we're gonna have down the line. They're all in, like it feels like there are more unsponsored bowl games this year than there have been in years past. Uh yeah, uh, that's what what do they say on Twitter? Whenever something weird happens, they say this is just late capitalism. Is that is that the answer here? Yeah, it's like it's like when I was in college, whenever there was a story, like you know, it, you you read something in lit class, you didn't understand it, you, you'd get points if you just said like, well, postmodernism. Right, right, yeah. Or I was a poli sci major, so it'd be like, oh well, neoconservatism. So, <laughs> so um. <laughs> Yeah, even like so. There's no title sponsor for the Birmingham Bowl. Here are the platinum sponsors, the the highest non-title level. Sher- Sh- Sheraton, the hotel chain, which like yeah, that's a company. Cool, good job. Alabama Power, the Birmingham Visitors Bureau, and the City of Birmingham. Bruh, two of you don't need to sponsor the Birmingham Bowl. It's literally mm-hmm. doing all the work for. It's getting all the pub out for you. It's called the fucking Birmingham Bowl. You don't need to throw them money. What do you what what the hell is that about? So the Birmingham Bowl came in there like give us $50,000 or we're taking this shit to to Tuscaloosa. It'll be the Tuscaloosa Bowl. I mean like 1-800 Flowers doesn't sponsor the Rose Bowl. 
<laughs> they don't need to. Yeah. Oh, man. The Rose Bowl would be so insulted by whatever 1-800-Flowers <laughs> <laughs> could offer. That's that's true. Um, Telephones. So so I guess I, I like, we could probably, I know we've talked about sponsoring a bowl before, and that's because we, we've usually approached it from the, like, oh, my God, look at all these bad boy mowers and Cherubundi, blah, blah, blah. And Dollar General, which we'll get to. Like, it's it's clearly not this you used to have the GoDaddy bowl. This this is not like a hard level to reach or an impossible level to reach. You don't have to be an amazing company. What, we're trying to be platinum sponsors, trying to go platy plat? No, I'm just what I'm saying is if if the platinum sponsors are three are two city of Birmingham institutions and Alabama Power and Sheraton, like I feel like we can come over the. Uh, I feel like they have no bargaining leverage at this point. That we can just go to the Birmingham Bowl and be like, "You got no title sponsor. You know that you're not going to get one. Shut down Full Cast Bowl. Here's three hundred dollars." <laughs> I like the idea that the Birmingham Bowl. There is literally no company in the world that wants to pay any amount of money. Like it's not. It's not that the Birmingham Bowl standards are just too high, which. Um, spoiler alert, Birmingham Bowl, your your standards are too high. I like the idea that there is not a single entity anywhere on earth that would pay even a cent to have its name associated with this game. This this used to be the Papa John's Bowl, right? The Papa John's or the PapaJohns.com? Sorry, PapaJohns.com. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, excuse me. The, the company is not associated with the website is, all right? The website went rogue, yes. Pop- Papa John's, the print media organization, is not sponsoring this bowl, <laughs> just our digital branch. It's like uh, Disney versus Disneyland or something. <laughs> or, yeah. There was like one franchisee who's not even in Birmingham. Right, right, right. Um, the Montgomery Papa John's Bowl in Birmingham. But then Papa John's got the NFL contract and booted them for this. Yep, and then the Super Bowl, that's now the PapaJohns.com Bowl. And look what's happened to the NFL since. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Birmingham Bowl is on the come up. <laughs> Everything's fine. Um, USF gets to play in this game again. Texas Tech gets to, I think this is the first time a Big 12 team has played in this game. It's hard. It's hard uh, to get hyped for the Birmingham Bowl. Yeah, it looks like you're right. You know, all sorts of Birmingham Bowl facts. USF now, of course, ties all-time Birmingham Bowl <laughs> champion Pitt, which uh, <laughs> in three appearances went one and two. Actually, USF already was the greatest Birmingham Bowl team. They're the only team to ever win twice. <laughs> right. So now they have a chance to just become the all-time gods of Birmingham. And and therefore claim Pitt's place as the most important team in college football. I mean, that that was what laid the foundation. It took a few years. But forged in the fires of Birmingham, Pitt became great. Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. we also? All right, I want to do. Oh, there's two things that, that don't relate to this bowl that I want to do. Number one, in talking about um, the Bahamas Bowl, we were very angry that it's not sponsored by Popeyes, and I stand by that anger. I do want to acknowledge, since we're talking about Birmingham, that UAB has been awesome this year, and seeing what they've done. Literally resurrected from death in their first year has been totally outstanding. They have, have not gotten enough credit from us or like it's, it's, it's very weird seeing other coaches 
getting nominated for coach of the year. Cause it's like, yeah, Auburn had a good year. Blah, blah, blah. Man, was Auburn around two years ago? Did they have a team? Okay. Then they had a leg up. They had an advantage over what UAB was doing. Oh no. UAB got in all that practice time and players weren't getting hurt. Stayed healthy. That's true. Really? All they did, all they did was just practice and practice and practice. And I mean, so. who, kno- who knows, who knows what kind of dastardly recruiting went on? Oh man. The NCAA, when they were distracted by the FCS playoffs, man, that's the time to strike. In a way, wouldn't you say UAB faked its own death to, to escape its own debts and, and crimes? I, th- I think we should be shaming UAB, not I, celebrating I, I, them. I think you and I ought to be added to the University of Alabama Board of Trustees with this type of thinking. <laughs> I think we just did. I think, I think we we're going see. places in Tuscaloosa. Also, my name is now Hooper or some shit. <laughs> My name's like JB Buddy Jr. <laughs> right, right. What's the JB stand for? Oh, Junior, junior Buddy. Yes, for Junior Buddy. <laughs> um, but, all right. I also want to do. We have we have charity ad reads. We have to. Uh, we don't want to let go unread before the forty for forty is done. So I'm going to start with this one. This is from Tim. Obviously, this came in a while ago. So just like bear with me. I'm assuming you're getting enough of these to last until the off-season. Mostly correct. So if I'm one of the last reads, congrats to Penn State. National champions. Definitely not correct. Mm. Well, don't rule it out. Don't rule it out yet. Okay. Saquon Barkley, Penn State's second Heisman winner. Also, very not Mm -hmm. right. Baker Mayfield, um, ineligible scandal. Mm -hmm. He sold autographed pictures of his dick. Right. Uh, Stanford by rule has to be second place, so they can't jump up to first. Right. And Lamar's already got one, so right. that would that would bump up Saquon. You're okay. good. Okay. We got there. Um, and Ryan for being the blooming onion at the Outback Bowl. One of three. One of three. Got one of three right. That's a hell of a batting average, Tim. Great job. You nailed it. You're 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 king of a different sport. It's not the I mean, sport. You go one and two. You get a you get a contract extension and a bigger buyout. So right. Um. The other thing I wanted to touch on, so we mentioned Pitt, and that makes you think of Todd Graham, naturally, right? Todd Graham left Pitt to take the Arizona State job, a job he does not have anymore. Now, we we spent a lot of time on this podcast shitting on Tennessee for their coaching hire. I mean, how? Jason fucking let Holly know live on this thing who they, who they'd hired. We broke the news. Yeah, we we yeah. I mean, must credit shutdown forecast. We were the first ones to break that news. Parentheses to Holly Anderson, but still <laughs> the first ones. Um, man, what Arizona State has done is so much dumber. Like, like it because it reminds me of this situation that happened with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Like, I don't know, two three years ago now, they fired Lovey Smith, who was the head coach at the time, and they did so because. Um, Jameis Winston had, I guess, a good relationship with the offensive coordinator, Dirk Cutter, and they were going to promote him to head coach. But this was around the same time the Dolphins job came open. So there was this small window where it was like, well, shit, they maybe just fired the head coach to promote the OC, but the OC might leave, in which case this unnecessary gambit went nowhere. But it didn't work out that way, and Tampa Bay hired, hired Dirk, and they're bad. Go, rise up Falcons, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. 
and now and now Arizona State, you got Herm. Uh, ASU paying twelve million dollars to install Herm as the figurehead of this coaching staff, which is now leaving. Anyway. Right, right. Literally, none of the, like Todd Graham was the only one leaving. Basically, even yeah. I, I feel like even the grad assistants they were like, "Nah, come on, y'all are family. We couldn't break this party up." Yeah, we wouldn't. <laughs> we would never get rid of anyone from this coaching staff. <laughs> we we just, we're all so confused. Trust the new leadership model. So so how long did it take before one court one of the coordinators left? Uh, was it like a week? Something Sounds like right. That? Sounds right. Yeah. So one left to be uh, the Raging Cajuns head coach. You can't say UL Lafayette or Louisiana Lafayette. Or Louisiana without someone getting mad at you, just calling the Raging Cajuns. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one is like retiring or something. Yeah. So Herm Edwards <laughs> is unsupervised. <laughs> I like it because the whole thing is it's it's very much like a Jurassic Park approach where they're like, well, the computers will run everything, and then the computers <laughs> immediately go down. Yeah. I mean, I, I see what you're saying about Tennessee. Like, you know, there's the whole thing about, like, uh, looking at process versus looking at results. Looking right. at Tennessee's process, oh, my God, it was a clusterfuck. The results, right. they're probably fine. Sure. Arizona State, your process, well, you um, you Decisive. You got a your process was decisive. You quickly got a coach. Your results, <laughs> oh, my God. You know, and, like, the process, that's like a month. The results... That could set you back for five, ten years. So I, I'm in the in the long run. Tennessee did a better job. <laughs> That's incredible. I, I gotta be honest. I hope Herm Edwards leaves and becomes like leaves in a month and goes and becomes the secondary coach at Tennessee. I hope he's just like, no, nah, I feel more comfortable over here. Thank you. Yeah, they're volunteers, not devils. I believe well, in vo- I believe in volunteerism, not satanry. <laughs> <laughs> 